Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is Thanksgiving plus ADHD equals stressful. Planning and pulling off a big family gathering is no simple feat and requires really good information processing. Fortunately, there are some ways to make it easier. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at you'll save 25%. Good deal. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Every year, I have clients stressing about the big holiday gatherings. I even had one client today say, you know, with a smile, I hate blanking Christmas. As much as the holidays can be fun, they also add a lot of extra demands to our lives, which makes them stressful. I thought for this podcast that I would talk just about what is involved in putting together a dinner for a large group of people. Specifically, I want to talk about it from the perspective of ADHD and how putting together a big gathering is actually a pretty complicated endeavor from an information processing perspective. Even though today's episode will be specifically about big Thanksgiving dinners, hopefully there are some universal lessons that apply to other complicated endeavors, so you should find it useful even if you're not the one trying to avoid burning the turkey. Planning and pulling off a large gathering involves a lot of mental work for everyone, not just folks with ADHD. Interestingly, I was talking to a friend this weekend about her upcoming Thanksgiving plans. Even though she struggles with her ADHD in the rest of her life, she says she's totally in the zone when cooking a big dinner. There are two reasons for this. First, it's something that she really enjoys, so it's easy to activate for it. But second, it's also something that she has a lot of practice with so she knows how to do it well. She's a good Italian mother, so she could do dinner for 300 in her sleep. So if you're not as lucky as my friend Cindy, let's talk about what makes big gatherings so complicated. In other words, what is all the information that our brains need to process and keep track of? But before we even talk about cooking, you first need to figure out what to make and how much to buy. This requires thinking about not just how many people are coming, but also who specifically is coming. So how much do they eat? You know, adults eat more than kids. Um, Are there any food allergies to be aware of? Are there any other preferences to be aware of, et cetera, et cetera? The goal is to wind up with some leftovers, but not too many. Not an easy balancing act. Of course, before you even get into the kitchen, you probably also need to clean up around the house or at least clean the first floor that company will see. So this adds a bunch of different tasks that that also need to be completed, not to mention all the other stuff that you just normally do every day. So, okay, now assuming we're ready to start cooking. You know, the act of cooking, especially a big meal, really pushes our executive functions to their limits. In case you missed it, I talked about the executive functions in the first 10 episodes of this podcast, so you can check them out in the archives at adultadhdbook.com. 
You can also find a free PDF of the first chapter of More Attention, Less Deficit on the site by clicking More Attention, Less Deficit at the top of the page. I'm a firm believer that the better you understand executive functions, the better position you'll be in to understand your ADHD and, more importantly, to find the strategies that will make you more successful. Cooking a big meal involves a lot of multitasking as you keep track of where various ingredients are in the process. For example, you're peeling potatoes while the onions are simmering, the water is heating to a boil, the casserole is in the oven, and probably a couple other things are happening too. As you move through the steps on one dish, you need to remind yourself to check, to check back in on the other ingredients. For example, checking to make sure that the casserole isn't burning, noticing that it's time to add the mushrooms to the onions, etc. So as you're working on one thing, you need to keep in the back of your head the other things that need to be done. This is called working memory, or more specifically in this case, perspective memory, which is the ability to remember to remember. That is, to cue yourself to do something in the future. For example, I need to check the casserole in 20 minutes. Of course, the challenge is that you're doing a bunch of other things in that 20 minutes also, so it's easy to lose track of time or even forget completely about the casserole, at least until you smell it burning. Another challenge when preparing a large meal is remembering where you left off on something when you got interrupted. For example, did you already add the salt or, or not? This is easier said than done when you're juggling multiple dishes at the same time. It's also worth noting here that, you know, the goal is not just to finish all of your dishes, but also to have them all finished at around the same time, or at least all be ready to serve at around the same time. This involves a fair bit of precision about what gets done when. This starts with creating an accurate plan for how long things will take, you know, in messy reality, not the ideal interruption-free world. But once you have your plan, then you actually need to follow it, which means not getting pulled off onto side projects like finishing the vacuuming or running this to the store for ingredients that you forgot or didn't realize that you didn't have enough of. Of course, this all gets even more complicated and more challenging to our executive functions when guests start to arrive and interrupt us, or worse, when they congregate, when they congregate in the kitchen and start fun but distracting conversations. This can make it extremely overwhelming to try to process everything at once and keep track of the cooking. So here are my ADHD-friendly suggestions for a happier and calmer cooking spree. Number one, do as much as you can ahead of time. The fewer moving parts you have on the day of the event, the easier it will be to get them all to come together at the right time. Now, I know it can be a challenge to get going earlier, but remind yourself in vivid detail about how stressful it will be on Thanksgiving morning if you don't. Number two, ask others to prepare some things. Don't feel like you need to do it all. It doesn't mean that you couldn't, it just means that you'll be happier if you don't have to. Number three, leave as little as possible for when guests arrive. Try to be done early so that you can enjoy them more and not resent them as much for getting in your way. Of course, they will want to come into the kitchen to see what's going on, and also, of course, that will be distracting. So try to not put yourself into that situation. Number four, kick people out of the kitchen. If people do congregate in the kitchen, send them out. 
Tell them that you love their company, but you also want dinner, that you also don't want dinner to turn into breakfast or a charcoal briquette. Number five, keep it simple. Leave the extravagant dishes and the experiments for other nights. A simpler meal that's ready on time is probably better than a complex meal that's late. Number six, use lots of timers. If you have trouble tracking time and remembering what needs to happen when, then just buy a bunch of cheap timers and let them do the remembering for you. And finally, number seven, recruit some help in the kitchen and give them specific jobs. Helpers tend to do better when they have specific things to do. So take people up on their offers if you think it'll actually be helpful. So I hope that you found this helpful and that everyone has a good holiday. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.